0: How you doing, everybody? As always, this is J.D. Lewis coming at you with Untamed Conversations. So tonight, I am going to be solo. I've got a couple things on my uh, mind that I want to go over and talk about and then get some feedback, and we'll go from there. So to start out, um, basically what I want to talk about is money. Money in a relationship and how that makes a relationship better, how it makes a relationship worse, and the stresses and whatnot that it puts on a relationship. Um... Let me ask you just to start out, are you old school where you want your man to make all the money and you know, you're taken care of, you're this, you're that, you take care of the house, you cook, you clean, and your man takes care of everything. Or vice versa, the woman takes care of everything, you know, she's at work and the man stays at home. Um Is money a deciding factor before you go into a relationship? Should it be? Should you talk about each other's finances before you get into a relationship? I think uh nowadays i think the world is just a little different and no disrespect to the younger generation or anything like that but i think um it's definitely not the same dating pool and the same dating game it was years ago i think that uh there's not enough class anymore there's not enough respect and people are just looking to jump from one person to another and uh Where's the loyalty? I mean, let's be honest. Um, and obviously, I'm not saying that about everybody. I know people that are in very good relationships, no matter what the age. But then the stuff I see on a daily basis, whether it be where I am, what I'm listening to, I'm just like, I can't believe this. How can you do this to somebody? You know, but that's for, you know, another time. What I'm talking about tonight is the money aspect of the relationship. If you make, let's say, $100,000 and uh, your spouse makes forty. What does that mean? Do they have to automatically do all the cooking, do all the cleaning, take care of the kids? Or no matter what, are you still splitting it 50-50? I'd love to hear what you think. You know, absolutely leave the feedback on this. Um, I'll say with Tara, you know, we we do pretty well together. You know, obviously I'm not going to really reveal what kind of money we make, but we're doing well. And regardless, um, we both cook, we both clean, you know, we both help each other out. We both take care of Hannah. Um... Not going to lie, obviously, sometimes I bitch about it. (laughs) Um, But I'll absolutely help her when she needs it. Um, You know, she cooks. We try to clean together. You know, I take out the garbage. I do little things. She does little things. That's what brings a family together. I think that uh, if you're splitting responsibilities, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, You know, again, I, I think to build a strong relationship and really just make sure that you are the right person for that for your significant other you need to learn in the beginning um okay listen hypothetically let's just say you know you make 40 grand a year and uh the woman you're dating makes 150 grand a year is that bad is that good are you looked down on um again i think today's generation is uh just out To look for that next dollar and that next dinner date, that next drink, whether it be a man or a woman, what I don't have to pay for. That's basically what they're looking for. Um, I know from experience, from having a few friends that are in this dating pool right now and online dating and things like that, that they're just telling me the things that happen and what they go through. And I just, I feel very sorry for them. Um, I'm glad we kind of grew up in a different generation where, yes, obviously we had the dating apps when we were younger, but... When we first started dating, I mean, we didn't have to worry about that shit. And I, I think to me, to be calling people out on social media, to be blasting people um, about what kind of money they make, how they take care of you, to me, if you make X amount of dollars, but you treat me amazing, you make me happy, I come home at the end of the night and I just want to be with you, fuck the money. Let's let's just, we'll figure that out. Money will come. You work your ass off and you're a hustler, you're going to make some money, Okay. The only people who don't make money are bums, the ones who sit on their ass and do nothing. I don't care what kind of money you make. If you're making money, you're taking care of your family, you got a roof over your head and food in your mouth. Well, food in your belly, you know, it's got to go through the mouth first. You're good. And I consider that hustle alone. Not everybody's going to be rich. Not everybody's going to be famous. But if you're doing what you can do, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I saw a couple clips. I think it was a couple weeks ago. Somebody reposted it about a you know a gentleman was taking a lady out on a date to the cheesecake factory for her for the first date, and the woman complained, saying that he must be broke, he must be this, he must be that. No. Why does every date have to be a three, four, five hundred dollar dinner? So that let's just hypothetically say you might never talk to him again, talk to her again. So whether the woman's paying or the man's paying, you just spent $500 for a two-hour dinner with somebody who you're probably never going to see again. Because I would say 85% of the time, it does not work out with this online dating and everything like that. You know, I could tell you right now, Tara and I's first date, um, unofficial date. I think we went to the Shiny Diner and we spent $28 on a bunch of fried food that both of us shouldn't have ate. And she definitely should not have eaten it because it hurts her stomach. We did it anyways, I think $28 later, and we're like, you know what, this, this was fucking amazing. This was fun. Um, and that's just my point of view. Again, there are a lot of different dating scenarios, a lot of different relationships. There's nothing wrong with one spouse taking care of the other one. If that's what they choose to do, that's amazing. But don't you dare look down on somebody. Get the fuck out of here with that. Don't you dare say that somebody doesn't make enough money to be with you, okay? You know, I just, I just don't think it's right. I don't care what you look like, whether you're cute, whether you're not. Who cares? It's a, you know, listen, we're all a little shallow at times. But like I said, you have a good personality and you treat me right. I will move mountains for you. And everybody's seen it. We all know I can do that. I've moved mountains. And I'll keep doing it for you. You treat me with respect, loyalty, and love. I'm going to do whatever you want, whenever you want. So basically, like I said, the whole point of this was to see if money really matters in a relationship. Um, obviously, you know, there's a caveat to this. Where yes, if somebody's not working by choice and not bringing anything to the table, I understand. That could be a little. That could be a little depressing. That could be stressful. You work all day, you come home, and your significant other, whether whoever it is is playing video games or you know went shopping and this and that but there's no dinner on the table the house is not clean the laundry is not folded and like i said whether it be a man or a woman if you're not bringing anything to the table and you're doing that then i think there's a there's a reason to say you know what we need to have a serious and a long conversation a nice sit down because if you're going to spend all this money and do all this stuff and not help me around the house and not do anything we're not good for each other Um, and I've seen it with friends um, that I've known for years you know that basically their significant other doesn't work because they don't choose to go look for work and what they do is they literally will sit home this is just an example of somebody I know obviously no names and they'll play video games all day all day you know listen they have no kids I get it, so responsibilities are not that serious, but to me, if you're, if you're going to do that, you better bring something to the table. Um, but that's really all I have to say about that. I just wanted to throw it out there. Again, get everybody's point of view, see what the feedback will be like, um, and I'd love to have somebody on, whomever, to talk about this, and let me know your side of the story. If you're in that situation, and you're going through it, and you want to vent, you want to talk about it, let's, let's get it out there. Um, and this brings me to my second topic, when when is it time to let go when is too long just too much when is uh when is it time to put your foot down and say you know what i need better i can't do this anymore if you're together for six years seven years eight years is that too long to not have a ring um is that too long to just be dating listen i know people that, have, that were together for 15 16 17 years it didn't matter if they had a ring they were married um, to me, I think a ring is a fancy way of saying, you know what, yes, we're going to get married now. But at the same time, I know people that have proposed and their significant other has had a ring for three, four years after proposing. So let, let's be honest. Um, if you're just putting a ring on somebody's finger to never marry them, then that's not right. You need, to, you need to do something else. You need to tell them the truth and say, listen, I'm not ready to get married I don't want to get married. But also, at the same time, there's bigger commitments than just a ring. If you're dating and you buy a house together, that's a huge commitment. To me, a house is just as good, of a, good as a ring. You spend $350,000 on a house, you spend twenty dollars on a ring. You know, which one's a bigger investment? I'll take the house. Luckily for me, I was able to do the ring and the house because I knew what I wanted. Um, for me, everybody always says I'm a go-getter. And if I see something I like, I'm going to go after it no matter what. Um so for Tara and I real quick side note um you know we were together i think 6 months and then i asked her to move in So yeah was that a little quick absolutely i'm sure everybody thought that her family my family you know especially with Hannah involved i'm sure Hannah's mother thought that actually i'm positive she thought that cuz she called me and told me that I still love you you're still my friend um At the end of the day, six months in, I knew I wanted Tara to move in. Reason being, I was the father, and Hannah was number one. And the fact that I saw them click right away when Hannah met Tara, I knew something was there. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not playing any games. I'm not letting something great walk away. You know, One mistake, somebody that you love very much can just walk out of your life, and you will never get them back. It is not easy. You make those mistakes, you better be ready to suffer the consequences. And I think that uh, nowadays, a lot of people aren't ready for that, um, And that's why you see people dating either for 10, 12 years without any serious commitment. or nowadays, you see people dating for three to six months, and then, boom, they jump onto the next person, Jump onto the next person. Um, I guess what I'm getting at with, like I said, when is time to let go, when is it time to move on? You need to put in work with relationships. And again, I am no relationship expert by no means at all. But I just know from what I went through and what I dealt with and what I'm going through and what I do now, if you don't put work into your relationship, there is no relationship. Don't make somebody feel like they're nothing. Don't make somebody feel like they're beneath you. And if you're doing that, then that's where you or your significant other, whoever whoever is doing it, needs to step up and say, you know what, I think it's time to go. You don't want to be, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, 40 is not old, but you don't want to be 40 years old looking back on your life and saying, you know what? I missed out on somebody that I think really cared for me because I stayed with this person who has commitment issues. How long can you wait? There's nothing wrong with commitment issues. We've all had them. Nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to be broken. Nobody wants to deal with the lack of you know, love and, and, and things like that, but... If you're not ready to commit, then you better pass that person off to somebody else who is ready to commit. You better let that person be loved as much as they deserve. Because at the end of the day, Earl or Guy, your spouse, your significant other, deserves to be happy. And if that means it's not with you because you're just beating around the bush and and playing house, then you really need to figure your life out. Because the, the worst thing you can do to somebody Is lead them on for years just to tell them that you have no intention of doing this you have no intention of doing that and I see it every day and it's sad it's hurt it hurts people Um, some people never come back from that so I think that at the end of the day if you really love somebody again it doesn't I'm not talking about just a ring just getting married make a commitment buy a house together get an apartment together get a condo together make that commitment to show your significant other that you are serious. Because to me, basically what I'm asking is, when is it time to let go? And I cannot wait to get some feedback on this. Um, I think that's going to be huge. Like, how long do you wait for somebody to make that big commitment with you? You know, do you just always want to be the, you know what, we're together, but we don't know what we're going to be next year. We don't know what we're going to be a year after that. Do you always want to go through that? I know I don't. Absolutely not. Um, So I think at the end of the day, um, I think you just have to be prepared. You know, sit down with your significant other. Sit down with your spouse and tell them, listen, this is where I'm at. This is how I feel. This is what I want to do. Um, This is where I see myself in two or three years. And if they don't see themselves with you doing that, then it's time to cut your losses. And as hard as that is, because it's very difficult and I know from experience to let the person you love go or vice versa they let you go you have to do it there is absolutely zero reason to sit around for the rest of your life and be miserable or think what if you know because again do we all want to be at that age sitting next to our significant other on the couch but you're both on your phones looking on instagram looking on facebook god forbid maybe one of you are on a dating site because you're not happy anymore before that happens speak about it don't stoop to that level don't cheat on somebody don't don't do that shit because again nowadays there is no loyalty when it comes to dating i feel and i know a lot of people with great relationships and i know a lot of people with shitty relationships if you're already half clocked out fucking get out of the relationship don't you dare cheat on your significant other don't you dare go out there and flirt with people at work or wherever you're doing it okay And I'm also tired of hearing, I'm sorry, this is my work boyfriend, this is my work girlfriend. Shut the fuck up, okay? If you're married, you're committed, you're in a serious relationship, there's no work wives and work husbands, get that shit out of here, I'm sorry. Absolutely not, okay? You don't have two husbands, you don't have two wives. If you are calling somebody at work that, then that's already a problem. You might not be cheating, you might not be thinking about it, But that's a problem. So, again, that's when you have to figure out, you know what? Yeah, it's definitely time to go. Um, If you ever feel that way, then make sure you give your spouse the consideration and the compassion and tell them, listen, it's not working out. I think we should go our separate ways. It's been fun. If you have kids, obviously, it's a lot harder. um, But you still figure that out. And don't ever let your kids see you argue. Um, I made that mistake when I was a child. Meaning when I was a child, like a young dad, um, it took me a while to really figure out that, you know what, Hannah doesn't need to see this. She doesn't deserve it. And I became really good at that. Um, and we, we figured it out as a family, e- even being divorced. We figured it out as a family that Hannah deserves the best and she never needs to see us argue. And if we have issues, we talk about it behind closed doors. And we're always good. You know, we figure that out and we make it work. Um, so I think that's really, uh, really what what I have to talk about tonight. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there and let everybody know that there's nothing wrong with starting over. Don't feel like, don't feel defeated. Don't feel like it's your fault it didn't work out. Even if it is your fault, there's always, you know, two parties during this. Every, you know, it's not, yes, if somebody cheats, yes, that's very, very difficult. But I hate to say this, but why did they cheat? Did you force them to cheat? Did you push them to cheat? Were they asking you for years to change and you never did? Um, These are all big things that you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, what can I do to make my relationship better so that I don't have to listen to the when is it time to let go podcast? I can realize that, you know what? There is no time to let go. I don't want to let go. I love my spouse and I will never let them go. Um, So again, as always, this was JD Lewis with Untamed Conversations. And I'm going to have quite a few more episodes, many more, and quite... Many more guests. Um, I really plan on having quite a few people on here. And I think uh, this is going to work out great. And I appreciate every single one of you out there listening. Um, You know, I know I'm new to this. But, you know, everything I do and everything I say right now is trying to be for the better of everybody else. Help everyone out. Um, And again, I will be that voice. I will be the platform for people to come in and really talk about what they want. There is nothing that's off the table, like I said. So just just be prepared. If you have any questions or you just want to be on the show and just air some of your grievances out and just air some of your problems, shoot me a message, text me, call me, DM me, whatever works for you. But anything else, just let me know. And everybody have a great night.